At times, the show is trivial. The Daily Show has trivia for holidays, birthdays, just fun facts about whatever particular day uh, the show is on or whatever facts are happening that week. Uh, other times, the show is informational. The Thought Experiment, The Dyson Sphere, the episode about different philosophies to live your life by. And sometimes, the show is commentary and comedy. It can be political or nonsensical, and sometimes it is anecdotal. That's where I'm telling a story, giving anecdotes, and we just roll with it. In some earlier podcast episodes, I would just let the mic run hot, record whatever came out of my mouth on the fly. It was unscripted and unedited, just straight up an honest broadcast. So I guess that this is one of those. If you're looking for the short and sweet daily show or a creative thought experiment about ghosts, alien life in the universe, or something more substantive like data on reliable vaccine creations or realistic timelines for safe COVID-19 vaccines, uh, this is not any of those things. I uh, appreciate you tuning into the podcast, but this is a monologue, uh, including some recent anecdotes. I guess you could say uh, this is a broadcast inclusive. This is a broadcast of me processing, I guess. So I'm sorry if you're here for any other kinds of content, but this is my personal show, so shut up. Let me tell you about this week. It's been a long week, um, and that's... It's been a long past couple of weeks, indicative of not releasing any episodes of the podcast. But I've been busy with uh, work um, and having so much work to do and having responsibilities at my own workplace, of course, creates uh, continual pressure. Uh, besides that, I, you know, trying to occupy time in my personal life to uh, attack my interests, uh, seek out things that I want to do and find enjoyment in my day, which can be difficult, I think, uh, for many people, obviously, but is especially difficult for me. I think the realization, uh, it's kind of funny to realize the things that once made you happy, hobbies of yours, games you like to play, um, things you used to do all the time, they can sometimes become stale or maybe you don't find that enjoyment in things that you uh, had once liked. That uh, definitely happens to me a lot, and the past couple of weeks have been no different. Uh, I try to get back into games that I need to finish, games that I once loved, watch shows that should entertain me, and sometimes they do, but other times I, I find myself thinking, oh man, like where's, where's my enjoyment? I used to enjoy this all the time, and now not so much. What what is it that actually excites me? What, where are my interests now? So that, that, that's something that's been on my mind the past couple of weeks. Um, but I, I guess this show is not about that. This show is about this specific week in general, and um, a couple of 
events, I guess, things on my mind, things that happened uh, in the past week that uh, are notable. So just thinking off the top of my head, um, this week on August 27th was the anniversary of the day that I broke my ankle or had my ankle broken. It was last year, 2019, uh, snapped my ankle and I couldn't walk for half a year. The latter half of last year, um, I was kind of disabled and had to stay at home and could not walk for the longest. Um, what else happened this week? On, on Wednesday, the, I don't know, the 26th, uh, I got into a car accident, which, is traumatic, I guess. Unexpected, certainly. Uh, luckily, no one got hurt, and uh, myself and my passenger were fine. But that happened, and definitely got me thinking about a lot of things, as unexpected incidents can uh, often do. Um, last night, uh, on Friday, the 28th, uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away from colon cancer. It was announced that Chadwick Boseman of Jackie Robinson uh, and Black Panther fame uh, died after a four-year fight with colon cancer. He was diagnosed, I think, in 2016 and recorded much-beloved movies such as Black Panther, the subsequent uh, Civil War Infinity War, Endgame, all those Marvel films, he filmed all of them while suffering and battling colon cancer, and he gave in to cancer uh, last night. Uh, definitely devastated to hear that news, um, and it's an interesting topic to, to talk about. Um, and the last event, the fourth event that happened this week, um, I was given the news that my father is dying uh, from cancer as well. Um, and I know the immediate thought is to be, oh my God, like, are you, are you okay? Am I okay? Like, how do I feel? It's definitely a sad thing to say and to hear, but I think my feelings are more complicated than that. And uh, it's, it's definitely not the generic uh, sadness, although there is definitely me feeling some type of way. Um, certainly estranged from that parental figure, but it is, uh, it's interesting, uh, to say the least, that all of these things happened uh, in the same week. Uh, unfortunately for my father, uh, I think I'm more sad about the Chadwick Boseman uh, news uh, than his. It's definitely a lot to unpack. Like I said, in a week, uh, I guess I haven't had the time to think about all of these things at once. So I wanted to use this space, use the podcast, uh, you know, to process feelings, to talk about maybe anecdotally uh, each of these things, uh, how I feel about them, and for my own sake, uh, digest and download uh, information, and maybe organize my own thoughts. And if you're so willing to hear such personal details of my own life, kudos to you. Thanks for sticking around. Um, and, you know, if not, that is fine, because The Daily Show, quick and easy five or ten minutes of trivia, uh, the more informative thought experiments, uh, science, and uh, political nature of other shows, 
uh, definitely more interesting to some people more than others. And um, yeah, and this will be a personal podcast. So uh, where to start? Um, Okay, so anniversary of when I broke my ankle in 2019. Uh, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. I don't think I've talked about it at length to many people. Um, But the summer of 2019 was really great up until that point, I think, for me, just because I uh, was definitely in one of the best, if not the best shape of my life. I was playing volleyball every single day. I had just run uh, a beast Spartan race in like the mountains in like West Virginia uh, with Mark Fenner, good friend of mine, shout out. Um, And I had a volleyball tournament coming up that exact same week, um, which had teams from different states in the US and even some teams internationally uh, flying out to compete in. And I was so excited for that. Um, And during practice, during a bit of a, uh, I wouldn't say a skirmish, but just a practice match, um, last year I was going up for a block and the person I was blocking landed incorrectly, landed, I guess, illegally on my side of the court. And when I landed from my jump, I landed on them. My left leg landed on them and snapped. Um, I, I was in a lot of pain and I had to drive myself. My girlfriend was there, but I had to drive myself to the hospital that was nearby. I didn't want to call an ambulance. And <laughs> I guess it was less serious to other people at the time, but nothing, proceedings did not stop. It, I kind of just crawled out of the gymnasium, (laughs) grabbed my girlfriend, had all my stuff, and yeah, my, what is it, my ligament was straight up torn, I could not put any pressure on my leg, ended up having crutches and uh, a cast and rehabilitation for the longest time, and I was finally able to walk in like December or January, uh, the winter, so about like six months later in 2019 to 2020. Uh, Definitely an interesting experience. Uh, I can walk now, luckily. Um, And despite not walking for the latter half of last year, I can even run now, um, which is great news. And I'm relishing getting back that feeling of running and working out. Uh, And maybe one day I'll be able to play sports, but I haven't. I have not really played sports since then. Although (laughs) it's ill-timed or properly timed with COVID-19, the world kind of shut down in 2020 anyway. So definitely complicated feelings there with uh, breaking my own ankle or having my ankle broken. Um, What else? Uh, We got into a car accident uh, this week, right? So I was picking up my girlfriend from work. She has to work in person in a lab. She works with the coronavirus uh on the daily basis i guess and so i pick her up after my own work and it's pretty close to my house so it's routine it's quick uh and unexpectedly as often car accidents are uh, was kind of blindsided by maybe a merger who wasn't paying attention to what they were doing i was in a left turn lane and 
a car from the middle lane just ran up on us, teleported to our location. My longitude, latitude coordinates, they were just all up on us. Um, not that it was a full crash, totaled the car, nothing like that. Um, but they kind of pushed into our passenger, passenger side front bumper wheel, muscled our car out and kind of drove in front of us. And we were like, what the heck? You know, my girlfriend screamed top of her lungs in a way, and I was in shock. Uh, you know, I was blaring the horn and we, we just waited. We just sat there. And after the light turned green again, you know, there were a lot of cars going around us. We ended up pulling off to the side of the road and the people, the people in the other car, the other party, they did not come out, which is so weird, but they did not leave the car for the longest time, like 10, 15 minutes, which is super weird. I scrambled as soon as we stopped, you know, license, registration, uh, insurance. And I was, I was prepared and I was waiting, like, are they going to show? What's happening? I look at the damage to my car. It's substantial, I guess. Bumper torn off. Passenger front light is pushed in. The fender on the side uh, also kind of bent. The hubcap on my wheel scraped and whatever other damages possibly that could have occurred. Um, you know, I was witnessing that and looking at their car, <laughs> which is fine looking. I don't know. Just, maybe a scratch, if anything, but they just, it was a bigger car, it was like an SUV or something, and they just pushed us out of the way. Um, definitely enough to rock the car though. So they're in the car, like 15 minutes. Finally, they, they come out and they're looking around very quizzically. And it's it's an o older Asian couple. And they're, they're like, uh, you know, what's happened? Like, where'd you get that damage? Did that come from us? That didn't come from us. Um, Maybe there was a bit of a language barrier, so they didn't say it in that many words, but definitely trying to downplay the situation, maybe feign innocence. <laughs> um, and they were like, yeah, did you know, did you have that damage already? Kind of attitude. And we were like, no, what the hell? Like, come on, take responsibility. You're so much older than us, but not old enough that you're in in continent, <laughs> not cognizant uh, of what's going on. Like you're definitely in control. You know what's going on. So anyway, language barrier there. They ended up calling their son, the woman driver, uh, ended up calling her son and I called the police as I think you should do file a report that there was a crash. Um, fun fact, if you <laughs> if it's not life or death, the police will opt to not come because of COVID-19. And the police officer actually told me like, oh, this you know, doesn't seem like anyone's hurt, so I think I can do my job remotely. Uh, so he interviewed me, asked me what happened, um, told me what to do, you know, get all my information together. And then he he was like, can you get the uh, the number of the other people? I'm going to call them. Uh, and he did that, interviewed them, uh, called me back, said that they had an admitted fault, which is good. You know, the son, I guess, uh, was a bit more communicative to the officer. And uh, then he added me and the son to a group chat, <laughs> which is just so strange, I guess. Police officer adding you and the other party into a group chat um, to provide us with his information and the uh, crash report, as it were. So that's that happened. Bizarre, certainly. I was shocked. Um, but at the end of it all, I was I was glad, I guess, that no one was hurt. Um, I'm glad that they admitted fault, that they didn't keep up that charade of not knowing what happened and where'd you get that damage? Like, 
Maybe you had that damage and then you hit us first. Like, come on, don't be like that. Um, so that happened. Um, it's definitely weird to think about as well. So yeah, as uh, you can probably tell, this isn't scripted. I'm kind of just processing, uh, downloading what happened this week. So I had to file a claim with my insurance and I took, we took a copious amount of pictures, uh, their license plates, all their information, uh, and I filed an extensive report. So um, should be all good. I have a rental car now, which is kind of nice, but at the same time, it's like, what a hassle. What a hassle um, for just a couple seconds of the other party's carelessness. I'm just glad everyone's okay. Um, next, since we're at, I don't know, 15, 16, 17 minutes. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman um, of Black Panther fame, who inspired a lot of people, who a lot of people uh, related to, um, especially people of color. I don't really like using that phrase, but you know, non-white people are just like, wow, representative of a different skin color really grabbing the spotlight black panther was i think was it movie of the year that year uh the year it came out um but chadwick boseman at 43 i didn't know he was 43 died of colon cancer on friday i didn't know he had cancer either um and thinking about it all um i i feel attached i felt attached to someone I didn't even know. I was rooting for him, I really liked him, he felt charismatic, he felt nice, and I'm aware of his charity work, that he uh, he was go going out to see Make-A-Wish kids, um, and just being an all-around stand-up celebrity, as far as I saw, which is a very surface-level sight, um, but uh, definitely deeply saddened by the news uh, of his passing. Um, and if I could share an anecdote that is not mine, but his anecdote, um, where I think he's definitely told the story a number of times, but the actor Denzel Washington, uh, was persuaded, uh, by, by others and I don't know, of his own volition, I guess in the end to donate and pay for tuition for some kids in XYZ University uh, to attend like acting camps, uh, like summer camps, um, where they would learn the business or learn how to act. And basically he was helping fund uh, youth who couldn't necessarily afford or couldn't get into programs like that. Um, and it just so happened that Chadwick Boseman uh, was one of the recipients of that kindness. And so, you know, he became an actor. He was in a lot of movies, uh, most of which I can't really name off the top of my head. Didn't really prepare that, but I know he was in uh, more than just Black Panther. And he became a movie star. And when he had a platform to speak, uh, and I think this was after Black Panther, he called out and he, he told the story that Denzel Washington was the one who really kick-started and funded um, his acting career. And I don't, I don't know if Denzel Washington knew. Uh, it wasn't like intentional. He was just paying for people's tuition, uh, but he had no idea. Chaswick, Chadwick Boseman came up and 
I don't know, it, it just came full circle. He was there at the address and he, I guess, received the recognition that he deserved, which is just a nice heartwarming uh, anecdote in itself. Um, so yeah, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, seemed all around a stand-up guy and it, it seemed unexpected i guess I, I had no idea he kept it on the down low that he had cancer and he fought through it kind of kept a happy face and um i don't know i just i just didn't know and he filmed all those movies too uh during during that battle with cancer so rest in peace again uh, but there are other thoughts I had, I guess, on on the Chad Chadwick Boseman death, and those are those were like selfish thoughts, I guess, uh, and it's kind of gross to talk about. But uh, I, I thought about how Chadwick Boseman's death would affect like movies and Marvel, and like a lot of people thought this way as well. But like, dang, he's not going to be in you know Black Panther two, or he's not going to be in any other movies. Um, yeah, we're gonna miss out on all those movies. And a lot of people talked just like that online, and I, I came across that thought as well. Um, it's, it's not a great first thought, and I don't think it was mine, but it is where I and where we know him from. It's how I relate to him, so even though it's not a great thought to have, um, no, I think I've rationalized it as only natural to make that correlation, especially if that's really one of the sole primary uh, or only connections that you have to that person. Because I don't really know them. I don't really know Chadwick or any celebrity that dies. Um, but it's still sad. It's still sad. Okay, so the kicker, the, um, the current big thing that's happening in my own personal life and something I'm I guess struggling to process or struggling to figure out how I feel about it and I guess is the biggest thing on this list is I was given the news that my father is dying um weird to say don't really talk about him uh death as well makes a lot of people uncomfortable and I'm I'm so thankful um when I got the news I, I kind of just told a friend group told some people uh and got a lot of private good support and i, I was really happy <laughs> I, I was just thankful i guess um if any of those people are listening I, I really appreciate you reaching out to me personally um or telling me quote unquote in person on like a call or something um that you're here for me to listen or you know if i have to process so that's uh, I guess a bright side <laughs> or uh, a consolation, I guess. So I really, I really do appreciate the support system that is happening around me. So yesterday, Friday night, I received the news that uh, my father's cancer is spreading again or something. I thought he was fine. I thought he was free. And I guess I should preface all of that by saying that we are estranged, do not have any contact, do not particularly particularly feel um, a huge attachment. And uh, there's definitely a 
a slew of negative events and a long, complicated history that led to such estrangement. Um, but no, not much contact uh, on my end, particularly, and that is by design. So, haven't talked to him in a while, not sure how I feel. Uh, for the most part, I think it is... Um, I don't feel a particular way about it. I think I'm... Mm, I don't know. A lot of people are attached to their parents. Uh, there's obviously an innate attachment there. And a lot of people have a good relationship. Although I did, someone did tell me last night that like good dads are hard to come by. So like join the, join the club. <laughs> you know, like there aren't a lot of good dads. If you have a good dad, you're lucky. And if you don't, well join the club. The minority of people that <laughs> don't have good dads. We, I don't have a good dad. You don't have a good dad. Okay. We're on the same team. I know how you feel. So, um, not only was he not a good dad, he was also the opposite of that. He was a bad dad. It wasn't even neutral. <laughs> he was not great. And I think that that is a conversation for for later. But I guess the current situation is we do not talk. He does not live in the country. Um, I think the news has passed around in the Filipino network. And, the, you know, my mom caught wind last night. She needed someone to talk to. You know, I was available. So... Um, he had cancer. He's had cancer for a long time. He's been fighting that forever. Uh, and winning for the most part. I thought he was cancer free. He had like two different cancers. Um, yeah. And then he's like a million years old. <laughs> he's like 70, 80, 70. I don't know how old he is. He's old as balls. And my dude is looking like a skeleton. <laughs> I, I, I was shown a picture of him, which whatever, I, I, I'm indifferent, I guess. Indifferent, but also processing other feelings. Uh, my man's looks like a skeleton with like a tumor for a stomach. It's super weird. Um, and I was updated this morning, Saturday morning. Um, he's... Uh, he's in the hospital, in a different hospital. He's been transferred to different hospitals. They're opting for some sort of operation. The people around him are trying to save him. Uh, but he's lying down somewhere right now at this moment in some foreign hospital dying. And I don't know how to feel about that because on the one hand you know they're your parent innate connection that's one half of your lineage so to speak and you know you really only have the two but on the other hand i did go through like many 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 traumatic years of like just shit treatment <laughs> just the worst treatment um and, and it's not just to me personally uh there has been awful treatment of family members of you know my mother so 
you know, that's a huge negative to kind of overshadow the one common link that every person has with their father, which is, you birthed me. Not even birthed, just, you know, contributed DNA. <laughs> you doned. <laughs> I don't know. You were a donor. Um, yeah, sorry, I don't mean to speak in undertones. I'm kind of fidgeting and figuring out how I feel. Um... Yeah, so it's weird. It's weird to talk about him because I don't talk about him. It's weird to talk about death because I don't, or I think about it all the time. I don't talk about it on the podcast a lot, and I'm definitely saddened by Chadwick Boseman's uh, passing. Um, but it's it's a complicated time for me, for my family. Um, I think my mom is taking it harder. I mean, they're divorced, but like, still. I mean, she's just super empathetic. Um, I don't know how my brother feels, and, and then it, there's me, where it was negative for a long time, and then just apathetic slash indifferent, and now just a weird, like, I knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Dude's old as balls. Dude's has a, a million cancers. Like, um, it was gonna happen. It was going to happen eventually. So, uh, you know, what's going on? Uh, my mom feels sorry for him. My mom feels, uh, she's super empathetic. Um, there was a request and I'm not sure if it was on his end. I, th I think it might've been. It's unexpected, but as I was told, you know, yesterday night, you know, when people are close to death, they just feel a huge, hugely compelled to to right their wrongs or try to make amends right right before they kick the bucket. And I think that's what's happening because I've heard about a request to speak to my family, um, you know, which hasn't happened in years and years and years and years. Um, and I think maybe even to speak to me directly, which is, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. I think this has been a long tangent where I'm just trying to figure out how I feel. And I don't think the plan wasn't to talk about it and then at the end of the podcast be like, well, I feel better about it now. I figured out all my feelings. Um, but I should figure something out, right? How do I feel? Obviously some type of way. Uh, he's estranged. It was indifferent. But now it's more complicated because my family members are involved. I'm being called out, I guess, in a manner of speaking. And I knew, I knew it was gonna happen one day, so I'm not surprised. I guess it's just the cherry on top of a very complicated week. Just busy with work, tired, haggard, uh, stressed out, the car accident, I'm managing that. It was unexpected. You know, I have to pay money and I, I think that'll be reimbursed through the other person's Insurance, once the investigation uh, is completed, you know, who's at fault. And um, yeah, I'm sad about death in general, but Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, and I've said his name a million times, probably messed up a couple of times. Um, you know, he seemed like a good guy. So when someone is... <laughs> no, I won't go there. 
So what's the point? Let's, it's been 30 minutes, right? What, what's the point of the podcast? What is the point of all these things that I'm telling you? I don't know. (laughs) There isn't always a point. And I think that that is the point, a meta point. Shit sucks. Things suck. Life sucks. Things happen, I guess. I don't know. Things happen. Life is short and things can suck sometimes. Uh, I know that we know, at least, that the universe is chaotic. We are constantly reminded of our own mortality. And I mean, if you're like me, I'm thinking about it all the time. We are going to die. Um, But that's not the point. Uh, When I listed all of these things out, and I was just like, I should talk about it. Maybe. It's been a long week, and these are significant events in one way shape or form uh it's all a type of trauma (laughs) trauma you know trauma takes different shapes and forms and trauma can be minor or you know at least cause negative emotional reactions uh and things do change over times and you kind of learn lessons from trauma but i i don't want to put (laughs) I don't want that to be the point. Not to say that trauma always has a meaning, and I don't. I actually don't think that trauma and grief are always meaningful, or that you can learn lessons from the negative experience, negative experiences that you had. I mean, you definitely can, but that's not the point of negative experiences, right? Bad things don't happen to you, and you're supposed to learn a lesson from them, or you know. I got into a car accident. What does it mean? I'm searching for a sign, you know? Life is random. Life is chaotic. The universe is just entropy, decay, and just bouncing around chaotic randomness. Um, And things just happen, and they don't always mean something. And, And this has to do with my own philosophies with life, but also just scientifically, that's that's what's happening. That's what's happening. So what are my own personal takeaways? If I have to contradict myself and say everything has a lesson? I don't know. With the car accident, it was like anything can happen. Life is chaotic. And at the end of the day, I'm just glad that no one was hurt. Uh, for, you know, my ankle being broken and just thinking about that traumatic experience for six, eight months, the year leading from it happening to now, um, I'm, I'm just ha- grateful and happy that I can walk and even run and just, I'm, I'm glad that I'm mobile again. Um, and with loss, with, with grief, and I, I didn't prepare much about like, oh, the five stages of grief in trauma. You know, you guys know the five stages of like grief, right? It's like uh, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. And that's kind of just like the generic formula for that. Um, I've read about it. I've read about those, that whole model before and no matter what the trauma is, minor, major, um, everyone is different, right? Th- those are just kind of, that's like the template. Sometimes you skip 
skip steps. Sometimes you go straight to one step. <laughs> it's not often acceptance, but sometimes you just skip stuff. Um, and, and everyone's process, processing of trauma and grief is different. Um, you know, some people are able to accept straight off the bat. I feel like those are rare people and other people like take some time. Uh, maybe people who feel indifferent like myself, um, they, they feel a type of way and have to sort things out and rationalize. And I, I guess this is what that is. Different traumas in our lives. In my life, this past week, um, and just reacting, just thinking about, just processing feelings. Um, yeah, saying aloud my own thoughts and organizing feelings, I think that that could be really helpful. It definitely feels that way, although I haven't come to any conclusions or anything like that. Um, yeah, so. I didn't have a nice big bow to tie up the, the podcast with, and we're almost near 40 minutes. It's a, it's a whole broadcast. I don't, I, I don't have the, the will, I don't feel the need, and, and I just I can't be bothered with editing, cutting out all my ums, adding in sound effects. I might just post it. Uh, but it's been a long week, and I, I'm okay. But I, I felt a lot of things, and I, I thought it would be helpful to talk about them, talk to them, try to process uh, how I feel about them, and give people who <laughs> know me, maybe don't know me, uh, some insight onto what's happening behind the scenes. This isn't exactly happy or entertaining or fun, necessarily. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's reality. It's what's happening on my end. So, um... That's just kind of a current update. What's going on? Uh, things in my head now spoken and put out there. Uh, and I haven't come to any grand conclusions. So stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to roll an ad credit right here. But uh, what can you expect? Well, let's close out here. Um, I guess you can expect some more trivial daily things, some more informative, long-form thought experiments, um, some interesting interviews that I have planned, um, and maybe some more anecdotes. Uh, it can be jumbly, uh, nonsensical, but, you know, these are anecdotes, thoughts on my end that, uh, I feel like sharing. So anyway, if you have come this far, thank you so much for I don't know, listening, staying tuned. Yeah, I hope you have a good weekend, rest your week, and thank you again for listening. Take care. <laughs>